two lit chicks, book bites, Julia and Ed. Veering slightly away from having just writers on the podcast, we thought we'd do an episode about podcasting, because so many writers are now interested in this as a way to amplify their brand. In fact, I'll be doing a talk on podcasting at the upcoming Romantic Novelist Association convention in August. And with that in mind, there's no better guest than our very own Two Lit Chicks producer, Jeremy Chapman, from Your Voice Here. With over 25 years' experience in public speaking, not only is Jeremy a presenter in his own right and runner-up in a global radio competition called Radio Star 2022, he also has a podcast recording studio called Your Voice Here, with clients all over the world. Known for his calm approach and patience, which he uses often with us, Jeremy has helped countless podcasters get heard by giving them the confidence to have a go at podcasting and the belief to keep going. Welcome, Jeremy. Hi there. <laughs> Beautifully done. Beautifully Thank done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Did you get emotional there, Jeremy? I was. I was really smiling. I was like, that's lovely. That's really lovely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so, for having me. <laughs> no, no, our our pleasure. Yeah, it was, it, you've had us on your podcast, so. Well, of course, of course. Do check out <laughs> do check out your voice here podcast available by all good podcast providers. <laughs> and I think I think I I've been on your well, I know I've been on your wife's podcast, which is a Diary of a Name Dropper, and that I think that'll be out by the time this goes out. That will be as well. Yes, that's another one. Um, yeah. it's, it's all go here behind the scenes. Yes, uh, I know. But still, a, a very calm, patient approach. <laughs> you're 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 to the podcasting world what um andrew lloyd webber is to the sort of musical world really you just got yourself fingering <laughs> all the pies <laughs> yeah yeah i take it as a compliment i think i, was, I thought you were gonna say i was strange looking but uh <laughs> <laughs> no I well that quite, too yeah. you're quite, you're quite handsome oh oh ed stop it now <laughs> So tell us, what, what advice do you have for people who are looking to start their own podcast? The best advice I can give really is just um, go with it, uh, is to it, obviously have a plan of some sorts. So whatever end result you're looking to get from it, have an idea of that, because it will help you then form a plan that then steers you towards that end goal. Always do it for yourself first, first and foremost as well. Um, don't try and complicate things by thinking how can I monetize this I was having a conversation with the chap about this yesterday and, and just saying it, it helps it grow your exposure if, if you're a marketing person it's another pillar in your marketing uh, plan um, to, to complement your current activity it, whatever you're looking to do to, to raise awareness and it's a, such a lovely personal approach as well I think again I've always found with with marketing it's always nice to have a really lovely personal approach to people rather than just treating them like a number I guess yeah, I'd say podcasting is a lot like writing in that you don't go into it for the money. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> on our side, not your side, as a producer, a different story. But as a podcaster, <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, you can't you can't go into it thinking right away. Oh, how am I going to monetize this? Because you've got to build the platform. Like we're only now just starting to look at sponsors and all that sort of stuff, and we've been at it. You know, it'll be a year in June, won't it? Yeah, so. and I, th I think again with with your podcast, the the progress has been so rapid. There's it's grown so quickly, um, and to think you're only you know it's a year in June, and mm. so much has happened that I know other podcasters that haven't had that rate of uh, of growth. So it it's it's brilliant, and I you've done it the exact way that should be done is get everything right make sure you're comfortable with it uh, because there's an awful lot of work involved with putting a podcast on as, as i found out doing my own mm. i didn't who knew uh, there was so much work <laughs> involved but there there is and it's handy to have someone there 
to just be a safe pair of hands or a set of ears just to, to help guide you through it. Because otherwise you can get bogged down and it can just become a, a, a monster that you just think, oh, I just don't want to look at it anymore. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's two ways you can go when you're looking at starting a podcast. You can think, oh, I'm going to do it all myself, or you can get a producer like you involved. And for me, I, I, I don't even think I considered the first path because um, because I'm time poor. You know, I, I just don't have the time. I don't have the expertise. And I know I could get the expertise, but, you know, I've already had to become an expert in book publishing this year. I don't think I can add podcasting to that pile as well. So it's it's really... It's great having somebody there who knows knows what they're talking about. Well, I like to think I do. Um, <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> but I think, again, the, the title producer, I, I like to um, uh, dispel some myths. Because again, like a, like a job title, like a producer can mean, oh, it's a real professional thing or, or whatever. I, I start the day, sure, as a producer or a podcast editor. But as the day goes on, I will then become a, a motivator or someone to help build confidence in them again to use microphones or um, just guiding them through all sorts of bits. So I wear many hats. It's not just as a, a producer. It's um, mm. uh, I think I can spin many plates. I sometimes, like I said, the title producer or certainly the title I always hate is sound engineer because I've I've mm -hmm. worked with sound engineers and the, all of them I've worked with are all jobs worth. They will only do what their job title states is just sound. So if someone needs a hand doing anything else, they won't do it. Mm. Um, so I, I always think, Maybe I should change my job title to uh, podcast helper or uh, <laughs> podcast encourager or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, but you do. You've, you've helped a lot with this podcast and helped to, you know, guide it along its its path. And you're always throwing ideas into the pot as well, which is, which is very good because, you know, obviously Ed and I are so busy writing our our fantastic books. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're, you're both super successful writers. Uh, Julia, obviously you're an award-winning writer now and best-selling writer and author. Um, yeah, I've, I've literally had no success yet. So. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is why you're so good, Jeremy, because you can just say bullshit things, but in a very calming, convincing manner, like a sort of therapist or something. <laughs> well, I was just a very good car salesman. <laughs> yeah. You were, you started as a car salesman. That's true. Yeah. I was in the motor trade. So it meant you had to okay. adapt to different people. And, and certainly yeah. with, with podcasting, you can't just have a one size fits all formula. You've got to adapt and, and work with, because different people need different levels of help. Some will just want to get the idea off the ground. So like you say, you might want to have someone to take up the workload of producing and everything like that. But whatever it is that's stopping you from doing it, always get the help to progress it forward. Question for you. Um, mm. Where do you want to be in terms of your empire in 10 years? <laughs> Give me the 10 year plan. Well, I no would, pressure. Uh, wow, I don't know, Ed. That's a fair. Uh, that's, that's the honest answer. Ten, ten years, it'd be wonderful. My my dream would be to have a. Um, uh, the, the thing is, I think what we've got to look at is in ten years, time evolves so quickly now. So I, we don't know where we'll be in terms of communication. So say things are still the mm -hmm. same as they are now in ten years. Then, so hypothetically speaking, I would love a um, a retreat where people can come and. And, and record and, and, and do their podcasts or record uh, showreels or produce music in, in an area that's just like a lovely, peaceful place to come where they're not sort of getting worked up with the daily stresses and they can be quite creative and free to, to express themselves. Hmm. And the sort of Rick Rubin approach, he's one of my heroes. So, and in 10 years, I could grow quite a hell of a beard like Rick Rubin as well. So yeah, that's the other, <laughs> other long-term goal. <laughs> what would you say are like, the, let's say like the top five reasons why podcasts fail? Um, as we've already addressed time, uh, people will, will go, 
go diving into it thinking oh, it's easy because when when people listen to your podcast they'll go god they make this sound so easy i can do that and they're not properly prepared so the, the key is to be fully prepared so factoring in everything the time the time factor is usually what stops people from failing mm. um if they if they manage their time properly or get the help they need um others will be uh, things that make podcasts fail will be uh, unrealistic goals to set right at the start and we've already uh, you know tackled this with with monetizing it but a lot of people will think okay um my idea is the best thing ever and i'm going to get 10,000 downloads on my first episode and then it will progress forward and, and they'll have unrealistic expectation levels yeah. um <sighs> trying to list another three to add in five is quite tricky but I would, I would say the best way to, to avoid failing is to just well properly prepare and and do it for yourself because you want to you want to limit how many outside pressures there are that can sometimes add those little roadblocks in metaphorical roadblocks into life that stop progress and and so doing it for yourself and not having an understanding why you're doing it and even if it do you know what even if you're wanting to talk about whatever it is you think is interesting just by having a go and putting some episodes out there is, you know, just the best way to become comfortable with it. Yeah, I mean, I think some of the advice that I've read is that you should record the first few episodes before you go out with the first one, uh, which is, I know I know you did that with your podcast. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, most podcasts don't even make it past the first three episodes. No. So, well, um, that's, that's similar to the advice that LJ Ross gave on, like, in the author's writing books isn't it just like yeah. make sure you have a few at once to kind of throw out throw out into the world absolutely as someone that's been a bit of a um a stumbled starter over the years so i'll i'll have a great idea something that i think's really funny and i'll do it once and then you know it'll be great but then i think well what do i do from here and then i'm then thinking oh god the next one will be a failure it won't be as good as the first one so it's always good to have a few recorded to, to just keep it going to keep the momentum going but also again from a time point of view um by by getting a few episodes recorded you're ahead of yourself and again you, you haven't got that those restrictions that time pressures can do with you know with creativity when you're trying yeah. to be creative and if time's a restriction it's just like oh let's just rush it through i think another thing that sort of helped us was breaking it down into seasons hmm. so that you put breaks for yourself into your schedule because you know, as you said, it is a lot of work. And if you just say, oh, well, I'm going to let one out per week or, um, you know, you have to be realistic about how many you can actually produce and, and keep the quality up at the same time. So um, I think that's that can help. Yeah, with yeah. success. Uh, absolutely. And I mean, again, with with quality as well. Another thing is to make sure that um, that you have a, a structure to your podcast. Yes. Because yeah. what can often happen is someone will do their first episode and then when you listen back to it you think they could have actually made about three or four episodes out of this because they've they've put too much in <laughs> you know? every every episode of ours <laughs> <laughs> just the outtakes alone could be an episode i still yeah. think we need to make those available don't but do it, what we do <laughs> but no but i think that's a sign though of, that you're having fun and the creativity is flowing so but again you've got a structure there where you're working to so you know where the boundaries are and you know what you the area you're playing in and and then you just have fun with it by by not having a structure you can you just end up waffling and go well i'll talk about this now and i'll talk about this now and i'll talk about this now and you think well that's there's don't give up too much content mm. I, a lot of podcasts i think actually you know script write down what they're going to say first which you know we we don't do much we do a little bit of that on the book bites and stuff but for the most part it's it's just off the cuff <laughs> which i think is the the best way i mean whatever 
whatever you're comfortable with that's the thing as well you, whether it's um bullet points whether you want to have a, a script whether you're just going to go off the cuff then then you know it's whatever you're comfortable with i i'm normally just very much an off the cuff kind of person and maybe i'll have some bullet points just things i need to remember um but i think with a script you've got to be careful because as i'll demonstrate you'll hear my voice now go lower is if a script's down there i'm then looking down onto the sort of floor so mm. script's always risky but um whatever you're comfortable with but again structure is the key thing um mm. because it stops you going off if, if you're going to be off the cuff it stops you going off tangents and, and it's still sort of you know coming you've got a, a, a structure to come back to again comes to planning again but how have you found the podcast if i may ask um has the with with uh from from where you were this time last year it was i think when we had our first conversation how have you found the whole process in terms of as a, as a writer yeah, I mean, I've I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed getting to know other writers, speaking with them. For me, reading all the books is, is both the positive and the negative because <laughs> <laughs> it takes up a lot of time. But it's also exposing me to a lot of um, a lot of other work that I probably wouldn't have read otherwise. Um, but it's also, I mean, the thing I enjoy about it is thinking creatively about it. Yeah, and and treating it like one of my products, you know, it is something that I'm putting out there into the world. I want it to be as good as it can be. So I'm doing things like going to the podcast conference uh, next week so mm. that I can see if there's anything else that we can be doing to, to make it even better. And and um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. And I feel like it's it's made me feel like I have a purpose <laughs> in the industry other than just, you know, and just writing the books. So yeah, no, it's been good. How about you, Ed? Yeah, I I I love the challenge of because um, someone who's sort of quite naturally quite shy, I like every episode to me is almost a challenge to try and sort of form because I guess what we're doing is we're, we're forming a temporary bond with well, I mean you know hopefully we will talk to them in the future as well, <laughs> but we're, we're forming a kind of like a, a weird temporary close bond with the guest and the, the closer that bond is like the the more insightful you're getting the more comfortable you're both feeling in each other's company the more perceptive the insight so it's almost a kind of like a it's a bit of a challenge to try and get on the same wavelength and produce something that could be really special you know um like i think we pretty much achieve that a lot of the time i would say you know i mean like last like last week the episode which I hope you've all heard yet with lj ross like you know, she, I mean, she's always like that, but like, it just felt like she was just giving perceptive insight after perceptive insight. And writers aren't, you know, better than anyone else. But I do think that writers, when they're on a roll, they do come out with these things that are just kind of tell us a lot about the world. And I, I just, I almost see it as a challenge to try and get that out of them and, mm. um, you know, pretend like I'm Michael, pa is it Michael Parkinson, the famous yeah and uh yeah so i almost see it as kind of like a mini much more rubbish what well, in my case version of that and um that's been something quite special really so yeah I, I, I really enjoy that and i think it's also it's nice having two people two hosts doing it because i think that um you know it is <laughs> a load shared is a or no a problem shared is a problem have don't they say yeah so then it's kind of like that it's not that it's a problem but it is nice to um just have somebody else there working on it with you because writing is bloody solitary enough as it is <laughs> <laughs> that's why i do it <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree the, the chemistry you both have is wonderful as well and i think it's the guests feed off that 
Mm. Um, and I think well, we hope so. We you hope put so. them at ease. I think when I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, uh, and I had a fair few as well, and and uh, the, the the chemistry you have with the guests is just is wonderful. It's magic. It's you know, it's you, you watch interviews on TV as well, and they they don't get that natural chemistry that you guys get with uh, with your guests. So it's um, oh. I'll take that. Yeah. We're going to have to edit cool. this out. This is too kind. I can't, I can't handle... I'm British. I can't do compliments. Ed's British head is going to explode. I hate, hate compliments. <laughs> well, you know, but, but you're saying you're shy, Ed, but you know, when you, you, you come across as very confident when you're, when you're interviewing and you're not frightened to ask questions and you're not, you, you don't become a shy, retiring wallflower when, you're, when you've got a guest there. So um, oh, that's very maybe you should I mean, knock the whole worry about being shy on the head. Maybe you're not so shy as you think. Well, in, introverts, we train ourselves to um, for limited amounts of time pretend we're extroverts. It's it's a trick that all us all us shy introverts learn at a young age. I'm, a, I'm an introvert as well. You are not an introvert. I am. I am, I am yeah. an introvert extrovert. I am both. I you are. I do not believe this, Julia. You're, it's a hundred percent true. I I need I need evidence of this. <laughs> but that's the nice thing about you know podcasting as well is it when I was starting this out I was like can I can I do this you know it's 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 a hard thing to do and you know having to be out there with your voice with you know of course because we all hate our voices <laughs> and putting our thoughts and ideas out there and it's it's daunting um, but now I kind of love it. You're absolute uh, podcast stars, I think. Right, we're going to have to do this now because I cannot handle another compliment. Oh, well, you're, well, you're lovely, Jeremy, but I can't take another compliment. So yeah, thank you. I think to you know summarize what Jeremy has said as advice for for writers is to uh, you know JFDI just just do it and um, and see what comes out. But remember to plan first and. Make sure that you have your concept, your idea, your structure. And, uh, but yeah, just go for it. Actually, Jeremy's going to write a piece for our blog that talks about all the equipment that you need to get started, which actually isn't that much. So, uh, so yeah, you can go and look out on the Two Lit Chicks blog for that. And I guess all we have left to say is thank you very much for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jeremy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Two Lit Chicks is a podcast about books that change lives. Find us on all major podcast platforms or go to our website at twolitchicks.org. Thanks for listening.